Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor. Bead Metal Mayhem. I'm James. And I'm Jody. So, sometimes I just like to start to see if I can do it on the first try or not. And for a change, <laughs> I did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to Burns Night 2021. Wait, no. See, there's my screw up for the episode. As, there as you if go. it's only going to be one. <laughs> 2022 right <laughs> it, it is not not just when we're recording but it actually is uh or no wait not just when this episode comes out but actually when we're recording yes yes yeah. it's 2022 <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> we're off to a great start this year <laughs> oh golly we're hot tonight <laughs> mr haversham mr haversham no no this way mr haversham <laughs> Oh uh, shit! They they die uh, on you, Jody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, Burns Burns Night 2022, and of course, as we record, it is January, but not not Burns Night. So when you know, I don't know. When it comes to Burns Night, I, I guess we can talk about that. So, do you know what you're doing for Burns Night? I'm having scotch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Me too. I'll, I'll have some scotch and. And I haven't decided. I've got a haggis meat pie that's like half haggis, half half steak. Uh, oh, nice. Just from Cameron's. It's uh, I didn't make it. It's good. Or maybe I'll, I'll go by. There's there's a place in Indianapolis that used to sell haggis, and they had to close down, and they opened back up as something else that's seafood. But they still have haggis. Huh. Might have to. It's American haggis because we can't have the lungs. I think it is in ours. Yeah. But as the rest has the hearts and the liver and, and everything. So okay. uh, we'll see. May I may stop by and get some of that, but you know, either that and the, the meat pie or and I'll do the ode to haggis either way. And I will have a wee jam of scotch. And I think I have one more Heather Ale from Williams Brothers. Ah. I hope it's good because it's been in there a few years. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Probably not like mead. No, no, it's it's only it's only what like five percent, six percent. So, not yeah. sure how well that will age, but you know, we'll we'll see. Yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm, I'm going to do. You know what else you're going to do? You're gonna you're gonna read the Ode to Haggis yourself, or or just I don't know. Um, I'd like to I'd actually like to get some haggis, but it's the the only place I know of to get it around here is at the European market, and they haven't gotten it in in a couple of years that I know of. Yeah. Well, rats. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> could, have, could have rat haggis. Make your own out of rats. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. I'll pass on that. <sighs> oh, to a rat's haggis. <laughs> Rotound vermin of the pudding race. <laughs> oh. I'll uh, uh I don't know. I'll try to I'll try to make something to have that night, but We'll see. <laughs> but I, I got a bottle of Glenn Livet to open up, so I got I got that for me. So that, that's so I got that I got that over there. So yeah. <laughs> so I got a bottle of Glenn Levitt, so so I got that going for me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a nice just full of Caddyshack references. <laughs> it is. I've not even watched it for a while. <laughs> I, I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. I was going to start doing it, more. This isn't a Caddyshack episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Eventually, we'll do one, but not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You've been saying that about Blazing Saddles for three years. <laughs> uh-huh. 
so th- this episode to, to get us off tangent uh-huh. yes we we are doing what uh so you've got a beer you're going to talk about and i've got a scotch i'm going to talk about and we're going to each do a poem right yeah and i know we've done some burns poems before but it was that really horrible live episode from a year or two ago yeah and and when i say live i don't even mean recorded live where sometimes you can't hear us because we did do a burns episode at a scottish brew pub that you can't hear us very well but then we did a live one and it the the logistics just weren't working out (laughs) right so if either of us redo a poem from then i'm not going to feel bad because it'll be recorded properly this time (laughs) true yes so what would uh what beer are you having, or would you like me to do my scotch first? Uh, I'll go first. I am having a Bellhaven. What is this? Ninety shilling. We heavy. What? What you bastard? <laughs> it already pissed me off enough about six to eight months ago when you found the sco- uh, the uh, the Scotch ale because I can only get the Scottish. But you found the fucking we heavy. Yeah. You bastard! You complete and utter <laughs> bastard. Now, now you know why I bumped it from a seven or a four point seven five up to a five. Oh, I don't even know why I had it ranked so low. It's like this should be a five here. Why did I not put a five? You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> you know you talk smack about your state's beer, but you get a few things I can't get. <laughs> hey, I sixty five comes down here. All you got to do is come visit. <laughs> Maybe someday when I don't have dogs that need medicine every day. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So what, what's it? I, it's been forever since I've had that. What's it's, uh, you know, how is it? Oh, it's, it's a five on, out of a five. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it, I don't, I forget. Is it like figgy or caramely or toffee or peaty, malty, smoky? I, I can't. You're asking the wrong person. It's good. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i don't i don't do those flavor notes <laughs> i just i just say i like it <laughs> uh, when i joined the homebrewing club when i was out in west virginia years and years ago that's what you know when you start brewing you have to get the flavor notes to, to be able to do the style so that's why that's the only reason i know them is from, yeah. from my brewing according to the app um sweet malty heavy smooth and rich i can get those yeah, yeah. Now, you ready for me to do mine? Yes, do your scotch. So have you ever watched Parks and Recreation? No. So Parks and Rec is uh-huh. a show about a small town in Indiana and the city government and the specifically the department that does the Parks and Rec. And it's, it's yes. rather hilarious. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Somebody recommended it to me. And, and I watched the first two or three episodes and I stopped for a while because it does not start strong, but it and the last season is also iffy, but most of it's really good. There is a character named Ron Swanson, who's a libertarian, who's actually the department head. It's hilarious how the libertarian handles being in charge of a governmental office. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, somewhere in like towards the last the next to last season, uh, he goes to Scotland because he loves scotch and he actually... I think in the show, but definitely in real life, is Nick Offerman, the guy who plays Ron Swanson, mm-hmm. bought shares in Lagavulin whiskey in Scotland. Nice. And they've released a couple uh, Offerman editions, 
And mm-hmm. I just found the one that came out last year that aged 11 years. And then they do an additional six years in Guinness cask barrels. Oh, nice. So it's scotch aged in Guinness barrels. Ooh. Which is, and, to me, would be better than scotch aged in bourbon barrels. That, to me, just seems ass backwards. But, I mean, they did 11 years in the bourbon barrels. And well, then six true. in yeah. the Guinness. I'll let you vent on that for a second while I take a whiff of this bastard. Um, I, no, I will let you take a whiff of that bastard and just not vent because I don't want to get my blood pressure up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good idea. And, oh, God, that's a good scotch. Oh, awesome. Oh, wow, there's... See, in here, I could be getting the flavors completely wrong because I don't know that much about scotch. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's peaty, but not overly peaty. Smoky. Actually, kind of like uh, I detect little hints of raisins and, and even like, you know, those chocolate oranges you can get at Christmas time. They're, they're, yeah. they're shaped like, yeah, it, it has a little chocolatey orange flavor too. Interesting. Yeah, maybe a little vanilla. That could be the orange. I'm messing up because I'm not very good at scotch. I'm finally to the point where I like scotch, which means I've got years to go to appreciate all of them. Ooh, that's a damn, that's good. I've I've actually been drinking a lot of, uh, it's called Wee Beastie, Outer Bag. It's it's like a 50% hunter proof. That is a smoky, peaty bastard. And I've been been loving it. But man, this, this Lagavulin Offerman, Guinnesses. Ooh, it's it's good. Awesome. All right. So you ready to do some poetry? I am. Although I probably won't do the accent. Well, we all know after I've had a wee drama scotch that I'm doing with Arby Burns, it's gonna have some gonna have some accent to it. Oh, would you, would you like to go first or would you like me to? Oh that's that's a good question. Then how about I go first? Okay. Because I've got some background. And then that way, we just do the two poems at the end. Okay, that works. All right, so I'll give the, um, no, you know, I guess I guess I should. No, no, wait a second. Okay, haha. So I've got an extra note here. Uh, I have a quote from an author who mostly actually wrote songs. Uh, his name is Pete St. John. And this is from his book, Jesus Wept. Which, which is a good book. I just finished it recently. It's about the uh, holy hour in, in, in Ireland, in Dublin specifically, where the pubs would have to close for an hour between the day and the night sort of shift. And, and some people, if they knew the, the publican, the landlord well enough, they could stay in there for that hour as long as they were quiet, didn't get the police called. Okay. So that, that was sort of it. But it's, all, it's about Ireland and his youth and everything. And he just talks about it like everything during this hour. So it's really good. Cool. Uh, and and I've got a few more poems from him when we get to the Madame Fawcett episode, which is coming up soon. Okay. But but for now, uh, I will just say that P. St. John wrote that Robbie Burns knew the pain, the futility of the pen, the uncontrollable quest for something yet unnamed. Hmm. That makes sense, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. P. St. John is, yeah, he got a, he's got a good way with words. Uh, so anyway, the poem I'm going to do, and I've got just a wee bit of background, not much, very, very little, but you know, uh, uh, yeah, whatever, is uh, for that and that. Ah, okay. It's one of my favorite ones. I mean, it's been covered. It was a poem. 
It was turned into a song. Uh, one cover of the song is actually was done by Mark Gunn, who we've talked about in our folk. Yeah. And, and, and Jody has, has known who he is for quite a long time. Yeah, I've met him. Yeah. Yeah, nice guy. Uh, he's come up yeah. to uh, Gen Con, where I've met him a couple of times. Yeah, I've met him at uh, Dragon Con. I, I knew where you were going to say, and I was going to do a Dragon's War, but it got stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sad, because the scotch would probably make it even smokier. <laughs> Bad pun. Anyway, uh, so uh, Mark Gunn's is his 2013 album, Scottish Songs of Drinking and Rebellion. Little Little note that uh, the line, the rank is but the guinea stamp, is misquoted by Bertie Wooster in Indian Summer of an Uncle, as the rank is but a penny stamp, and is corrected by Jeeves. And I'm, I'm only mentioning that because I've talked about Jeeves once or twice in, in the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. a series of books by P.G. Wodehouse, great satire, it's good okay. stuff. But the big background is, For That and That by Robert Burns was written in 1794. Mm-hmm published in 1975 really yep that's a so that's a that's a long wait it was damn it it actually says just 75 and i saw the nine from 1794 son of a bitch this whiskey's already kicking my ass (laughs) so not 1975 no i wouldn't have even caught it had you not gone that's a while because i'm thinking it's only a year (laughs) just because the next note was and then again in 1799 where i actually had 17 in there and you would have been like Wait, (laughs) they published it in the future, then came back and did it in the past. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) No, Robbie Burns. (laughs) So, yes, written in 1794, published in uh, 1795, and then again, 1799. There we go. Ah, okay. Uh, The poem often appears under the title, Is There for Honest Poverty or A Man's A Man for That? Instead of for that end of that. And uh-huh. as Jody will attest, because he probably gets at me occasionally when I start doing my accent, but Burns is known for his use of the Scottish dialect, a style of writing that is evident in the text of the poem. And it's hard to yeah. not read some of these with, with the accent for me. Well, sometimes the accent comes through whether you want it to or not. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's written in a Scots dialect, so sometimes you just have to pronounce it that way. And it's, it's going to sound it's going to sound like you're using the accent anyway. So you must have just lean into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, but the, the title for that comes from a Jacobite song published in the mid 1750s, mm-hmm. which which Jacobite, you know, the revolution had to do with King James. Jacob is, is James in Hebrew. What, what it does is it describes the true worth of a man. And that true worth is not defined by wealth, position, or possessions. It is very much an egalitarian type of thing. Hmm. Yes, it's it's. Uh, it, some people think that he kind of wrote it about this time because it was raising up the ideas of republicanism, the little r, you know, republics. Yeah. Uh, versus the aristocracies, <laughs> uh, aristocracy. Yeah. Uh, at a time because when it was wrote, that's where. Uh, republics and democracies were gaining some ground in the 17, you know, late 1700s. Yeah, I mean, the, the U.S. was, and France was going through their, you know, the French Revolution and all that was happening around that time, wasn't it? Or was that a little later? No, no. It, no, it was, was around that time, yeah. Yep. Uh, crap, what the hell's his name? Alexander um, 
uh, the the Frenchman who came over and helped us quite a bit. Shit, Dumas. Dumas. That's what I actually thought. I, that didn't sound right to me. No, wait. No, Dumas. The, Tor- no, Alexander- the Torqueville. Alexander yeah, Dumas. yeah, 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 yeah. Alexander Dumas was the guy that wrote the Three Musketeers. Three, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's that French guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. We <laughs> we. <laughs> Mother smelled the velvet. So it's good to be king. Knight <laughs> takes queen. Bishop takes queen. <laughs> yeah, yes. But, but anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Tocqueville was a hero of the American Revolution and went back and actually became quite famous during the French Revolution as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it, it just talks about how honesty is more important than anything else. You know, your food or your clothes or everything. And it comes through that you can't handle when they look down at people from that high position. Yeah. It would be better if everybody were treated similarly as an egalitarian world. Yes. I'm ready to read it once I take a wee swig of my ginger beer that I kind of have as a back. Okay. All right, there we go. <clears throat> it's not, not super long. What is it? Uh, 40, 40 lines, five stanzas, five lines. Yeah. So Something you won't. Like yeah, you want to put up with me very long. Yay! Bastard. <laughs> you great bastard! <laughs> All right, and, and I could do the Scots version and then the translated into English version, but I'm going to do the Scots version, and if you all want to, you know, we're just doing this for Burns Night. We're not doing an in-depth right. thing. So. I, I actually thought about doing that with mine, too, but I'm not going to. All right. <laughs> so... Keeps the episode shorter. <laughs> Since the next one we're doing is longer, that's good. <laughs> All right, a man's a man for that by Robert Burns. Is there for honest poverty that hinges his head and a that? The coward slave we pass him by. We dare be poor for that, for that and a that. Our toil's obscure and a that. The rank is but the guinea stamp. The man's the god for a that. When though on Hamley fair we dine, we're hodden gray and a that. Give the fools their silks, their knaves, their wine. A man's a man for a that. For a that and a that. Their tinsel show and a that. The honest man, though erst a poor, is king of men for a that. You see one Berkey, cat a lord, whose threats and stares and a that. Though hundreds worship at his word, he's but a coof for a that. For a that and a that. His Raban star out of that, the man of independent mind, he looks and laughs out of that. A prince can mock a belted knight, a marquis, duke, and a that, but an honest man's a bone his might, good faith, he mana for that, for that and a that, their dignities and a that, their pith of sense and pride of worth are higher rank than a that. And let us pray that come it may, as come it will for a that, that sense. And worth o'er the earth shall bear the gray and a that. For that and a that, it's coming yet for a that, that man to man, the world o'er, shall brothers be for a that. Ah, uh, deserves another wee sip of the drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. It's a good one. And it's probably my favorite of his. It even beats out his, his, I know he has got two Halloween ones, one actually called Halloween and and one everybody should know from one of our Iron Maiden episodes. Yes. 
which I won't go into yet. I'm going to see what Jody's doing first. I have no idea which one he picked. I'm not doing that poem. Oh. I I chose a short poem. <laughs> Woohoo! So so, but yes, a timely good. one. Ooh, ooh, timely. Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm ready. I've got my got my scotch here, ready to go. Okay. <clears throat> a Winter Night by Robert Burns. When biting Boreas fell and dour, sharp shivers through the leafless bower. When Phoebus gives a short-lived glower, far south the lift, dim darkening through the flaky shower or whirling drift. A night the storm the steeples rocked, poor labor sweet and sleep was locked. While burns with snowy wreaths up choked, wild eddying swirl or through the mining outlet balked down headlong burl. Listening the doors in Winnick's rattle, I thought me on the hourly cattle or silly sheep what bide this brattle a winter war and through the drift deep laring spraddle beneath a scar. Ill-capping bird, we helpless thing that in the merry months of spring delighted me to hear thee sing. What comes of thee? Where wilt thou cower thy chittering wing and close thy eye? Even you on murdering errands toiled Lone from your savage homes exiled, the blood-stained roost and sheepcoat spoiled, my heart forgets, while pitiless the tempest wild sore on you beats. That's it. That's good. <laughs> I knew you said it was short, but I, I didn't. I didn't know when it was ended. I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's cold. <laughs> I know it's snowed down here. Well, you bad. I wanted snow for Christmas. I got nothing. You in Alabama. <laughs> I, we had 70 degrees on Christmas. New oh, Year's shit. Day, it snowed. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And that one was called A Winter Night, right? Yes. Because you did A Winter Dirge in the live episode, right? I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to make sure I didn't repeat it. <laughs> I repeated mine and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even we Yanks can do a decent Robbie Burns. Imagine what yeah. the Scots sound like when they do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look those up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you imagine Brian Connolly? Oh, sweet baby Jesus, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I actually thought of him while you were doing yours because <laughs> briefly you'd kind of sound a little bit like him, and then you'd kind of lose the accent a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's okay i mean it's still you know it it, it was it was a good reading (laughs) as they both were yeah but we it'll be a good burns night but i I don't have anything else but do you my good my good gentleman and laird no no i do not um just enjoy burns night have some haggis have haggis meatballs Ooh, i like haggis meatballs i know you bastard (laughs) oh no what i got the other day were haggis hush puppies hush puppies oh okay yeah, well, they, still, they, yeah, it's... they sell those there at the place too. And, but I, I actually have made, and what I make one time, they, they were sort of a fried haggis ball. It wasn't a hush puppy. So I have made haggis sort of meatballs, but it's more, it's kind of a, what you can actually make scotch eggs with haggis. I think it's called black guard scotch eggs or something like that. Ooh. Where instead of normal sausage, you use haggis. Man, that'd be good. Yeah. But I, I didn't really have enough to, to do that because I, you know, I tend to make my scotch eggs thick with the sausage. Heh, <laughs> snicker, yeah. snicker. Um, it's, 
It's easier to cook that way. <laughs> yeah, but it's not as easy to eat because you don't take the shells off. <laughs> one time. One time, I forget. If I only ate roast beef once in my life, everybody wouldn't be going, he loves roast beef all the time. No. <laughs> yeah, yes, but I'm not going to let you forget that one time either. <laughs> But regardless, bastard, <laughs> I did I did make uh, haggis balls. So they like meatballs, but I did add the the coating to the outside and kind of fr- deep fried them instead of baked, you know, like meatballs. Yeah. So so it wasn't a haggis hush puppy, but but th- those are easy too. Oh, cool. In fact, I think what I did was kind of pretty much like a scotch egg without the egg. I rolled the haggis into a ball, mm-hmm. soaked in egg wash, and then uh, breadcrumbs. Nice. And and deep fried them. That's actually that would be an awesome way to eat haggis <laughs> i'd like haggis as it is but yeah i also understand haggis can be a little off-putting sometimes and if you deep fry it oh yeah <laughs> awesome and considering the scots penchant for deep frying shit <laughs> everything deep fried mars bars <laughs> i've had that <laughs> i haven't because i'm afraid i'll die <laughs> Oh, I, I think I'm paying for it 20 years later, but I've had that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. Well, enjoy some scotch or oh, we heavy or whatever, whatever you, whatever yeah. strikes your fancy. Yeah. Read or your, poem. Or your sh- schmancy. <laughs> you just read the most egalitarian poem ever. Now you're talking about being fancy. Fancy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> look yeah egalitarian doesn't mean you can't be fancy just means you don't look down upon others when you're being fancy and they don't want to be yeah (laughs) maybe i don't know i'm i'm high on scotch right now (laughs) there's worse options (laughs) yes so anyway uh do you have anything else about this no okay in that case let's move on (laughs) keep it short good idea (laughs) Uh, but we would like to remind you to find us someplace, rate us, rate us on iTunes or wherever. Yeah. Uh, but what we're iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, we have a Twitter and an Instagram account. Yeah. Places and things and stuffs. Yeah. But on that note, the note of an empty, oh, well, that didn't come through very well. <laughs> an empty <laughs> whiskey snifter. <laughs> Damn it. I thought it'd go. Huh. I don't even know if you could hear it. <laughs> um, no, I had no clue what you were doing. All right. So on that note, <laughs> I'm James. I'm Jody. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. <laughs> no. Bad cat. But not, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're down in a well. Well, that's good. Snicker. <laughs> uh, I'm ready when you are then, if, if you want to wait for that. I am ready. What kind of email does Margaret Houlihan use? Hot lips mail. Ha! <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> not that anybody gives a rat's ass when we're recording. <laughs> Or a rat's haggis.